is Ashley Hodge coming to you after Baylor's 78-70 loss against the Duke Blue Devils in Madison Square Garden. The Bears put up a pretty good fight tonight. Uh, they got down early, I think around eight points. They made it a close game at halftime. They trailed 34-32 to at half. At one point in the second half, they looked like they were going to go on a nice little run. That I think Jacoby Walter hit a three, put them up six. The game was like 61-61, to 61, 57-57. I can't remember exactly when it uh, when Duke broke it open. But really, down the stretch, the Blue Devils made the plays, controlled the glass, and pulled away from the Bears to win 78-70 to 70 in a game that was really reminiscent of the 2010 heartbreak for the Bears that led to the Bears missing out on a chance to go to the Final Four in the Elite Eight game where Duke won 78-71. to 71. So similar score. Uh, you know, Duke has a really good team. Obviously, they're missing Proctor, one of their best players. Uh, but their starters really came to play tonight, scoring all but four of their points. They're uh, 74, they're 78 points. Led by Jared McLean, uh, McCain, he had uh, 21, and he was just really efficient, hit big shots all night long. Jeremy Roach made plays when they needed him to. He was clutch, and uh, that was the story of the game. Those two really uh, dominated down the stretch and pulled away from the Bears. And so now the Bears have lost two in a row. I th they're going to finish the non-conference season likely at 11-2. and two. We'll see what happens uh, these next two games. Cornell's not an easy one, uh, but they're going to be open up Foster with them, and they should they should roll Mississippi State on Friday, uh, hopefully. Uh, you would expect that to close out the Farrell. That's kind of where I thought they would be at this point of the year. I was I was uh, thinking 11-2 and two would be their non-conference record. I did think they would split these two games against Michigan State and Duke, and I thought they might drop one of the other, the early ones like Auburn or Florida. So they're kind of where I thought they would be. They're a young team, you know, uh, particularly Jacoby Walter and Eve Missy and uh, Josh Ojewuna. You know, those guys have a lot of room for improvement. Jaden Nunn as well. Uh, so I think the Bears have some good things in store the rest of the season. You know, I certainly wouldn't you know, give up on them just because they lost these two tough games. They, they were much more competitive in this game than they were in the Michigan State game, so that's a good sign. Uh, but they just didn't do, do the things that they needed to do to win these games. So I'm going to kind of just tell it like it is and, and just go through some things that I saw. Uh, Jacoby Walter, I loved, you know, some things he did on the offensive end. I thought he really made some big plays uh, to, you know, give the Bears an opportunity to uh, be in a position to win the game. However, one thing that is concerning is he got, you know, really blown by on probably four or five straight line drives to the rim and gave up easy buckets at the rim. Um, so that's something that's going to need to improve. Jacoby um, has potential to be a much better defender than that. And, and that was a little bit disappointing to see. Jalen Bridges, uh, Jalen has 10 points, very efficient. He's got to be more aggressive. Only five rebounds. We need him to be a monster on the glass. And he kind of disappeared down the stretch, and he, you know, was really a non-factor in the Michigan State game. Uh, so we we need Jalen to to just be more of a forceful presence for the Bears to to meet their goals this year. Uh, Ray J continues to struggle with the turnovers. You know, that's not what we expected coming into the year. He was almost like a three to one, four to one, you know, assist to turnover ratio guy. And this year, he just really struggled in big games. And tonight has six. Uh, goes two for six from the free throw line. Thought he played pretty good defense. Um, I, you know, I he made big shots at times, uh, but uh, we just got to get you know better ball handling, and uh, certainly got to he's got to make his free throws. He's much better free throw shooter than two for six. Eve uh, played terrific in my opinion. 
Eve ends up with 10 rebounds, 11 points, five blocks. You know, certainly, you know, playing like uh, the rim defender that we thought he would be and just really, uh, you know, brought it tonight against a pretty good front line for Duke. And I thought he outplayed uh, Filipkowski, or even though Filipkowski had more points, he had 13 points, and, and he also had 10 rebounds. I, I thought Eve got the better of him and, and outplayed him. You know, certainly affected, you know, uh, Kyle's shots at the rim and, and, you know, affected all the Duke players' shots at the rim. Had, had quite a few blocks. Uh, Jaden Nunn, uh, man, rough game for Jaden. You know, he just – He's turning down good shots. He's kind of forcing things in the lane. He, he only is credited with one turnover, but uh, only four points on the night. Those were all at the free throw line. Uh, just, you know, he needed to see him return to the form that, that we had earlier in the season. Uh, he's just playing tentative, and, and I think he's uh, very capable to, you know, be a double-figure scorer, and we're going to need that from him. Langston, I thought, was the best player on the uh, court for the Bears besides Eve. Uh, his defense, in my opinion, was terrific, and he doesn't turn the ball over. He missed shots. He was only two for six from two, and he did make his one three. But uh, you know, I, I thought Langston had a good overall game. And then, and then my critique of Josh would be, you know, this is the eleventh game of the season. You're six foot ten. You're athletic. You have a seven five wingspan, and you got one block shot on the year. And uh, tonight, no rebounds. Um, you know, we just <laughs> we need better from Josh. We need we need more activity. I, I don't know. Maybe it's basketball IQ. I, I don't know what's missing. But uh, you know, it's 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 a troubling sign. I, th I think um, he showed some really good things earlier in the season, but uh, he's going to have to improve quick. Uh, I thought Caleb had good minutes off the bench. So did Antoine and John. Only three minutes tonight. Um, missed the only shot he took, but. Uh, you know, I, I think I think John is still a guy that you're going to have to rely on at some point this season. The Bears are 1.06 points per possession. Duke was 1.18. Uh, the defense has to improve. We know that. And, and the offense, uh, you know, is okay for this type of game. You think if you score 70, you, you should have a chance to win. But uh, we know that, you know, the strength of the Bears is offense and the defense needs to continue to get better. So back home to close the Farrell Center out Friday night. And then we've got uh, Foster. That's going to be exciting. I think the Bears will really get a lift and, you know, hopefully win all their home court games. Lots of things happen. Good things happen at home. Uh, tonight, Seton Hall uh, goes, uh, you know, Connecticut comes there and, and Seton Hall beats them soundly. Uh, that was a big win for, for Seton Hall, who Baylor had already beaten. And, uh, you know, I think, I think it's going to be a, a long, uh, crazy season of college basketball. You know, Connecticut was looking – almost unbeatable before they, you know, went to St. John's or Seton Hall and lost that one. So uh, 75 to 60, you know, Seton Hall pretty much shut them down. Life on the road is not easy. And the Bears really played two road games, let's be honest. Uh, they're neutral sites, but Michigan was an overwhelmingly pro-Michigan crowd. Uh, tonight, the Bears had, you know, quite a good fan support, you know, two, maybe 2,000 fans, you know, a long way from Texas. Uh, so that was great to see. But there was probably seventeen thousand Duke fans, you know, just just you know, full of Duke fans for sure. They have a pretty strong home court advantage at Madison Square Garden, and that helped them at critical times in in the game tonight. Uh, so the Bears, you know, go on into hostile environments and they get two losses. Uh, but they're coming back to friendly confines, and but they're going to have to f figure out a way to win on the road. Uh, you're going to have to win road games in the Big Twelve, and and the Bears will have plenty of opportunities to do that. Great. Pre-game party, um, once again, thanks to Pennsylvania Six. They put up Baylor flags. They had drink specials. 
we probably had 100 to 200 people there. Uh, we just took over that bar. Uh, that was a lot of fun. The, you know, the New York in general was a lot of fun for a lot of reasons. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that um, overall, uh, this leaves a little bit of sour taste in your mouth. You're hoping for a, a win here to um, cap off this two-game road stretch. But it was not to be. So onward and upward as we look to a new year. Uh, don't don't sell this team yet. They have a lot of room for improvement, and this coaching staff is very devoted to their craft, and I know these guys work hard. I think they'll be back and better, and uh, we'll have an exciting 2024 to look forward to. Still still a team that I think is capable of, of winning a national championship, uh, but they certainly took a step back these last two games. You've been listening to a Sikkim 365 podcast with Ashley Hodge, Sikkim Bears.